Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, the man with the big pen, big trust, woo-woo, Chris Bizignano. Uh Chris, end of the season kind of wrap-up uh, episode yeah. here. Um, mm-hmm. Most importantly, uh, you were on the Zoom calls with, uh, with Mara and Gettleman, and yeah. uh, I guess we can start there, right, bud? Yeah, no surprises, right? Yeah, nothing. Um, if anybody thought Mary was going to come out and say, yeah, I'm going to move on from Gettleman is, is living in another world. Okay. No matter uh, a lot of people, you know, look, I know a lot of people wanted that, but uh, we just say like it is here yeah. at the inside. And we've been saying it for weeks. It's not happening. You right. know, yep. Gettleman's coming back and he does deserve another year back. Mm-hmm. Mara likes the way the direction is going. He likes the draft. He likes the free agency. He's in love with Jones, something, right. I've been reporting for weeks now. Well, the anti-Jones people get, you know, the organization loves them. You know, people don't tell me these things just for the sake of, well, let me see if I can fool Chris on this one. People that I hear this from are very reliable. Or or yeah. it's, uh, or get, let's get that out there so we have a smoke screen, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I say something like, you know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm hearing things and I'm hearing they like this, so they're not going to move on from this guy or this and that. Well, it's, you know, right, Jerry? It's from from pretty reliable people. Oh, yeah, sure. And we've been saying it for weeks. Yep. They love Jones. Jones is going nowhere. That was confirmed by Mara and Gettleman. Yeah. Mara said, we're going to, I like the way the way the, the direction of the organization is going. Yep. I think Dave did a pretty good job of last year, cleaned up some mistakes they made in 2018, and they're going to move forward, um, which is basically what we've been saying for weeks, too, that Gettleman is going nowhere. Yeah, and like I said, if he didn't do it last year, he only improved the team this year via the draft. I mean, how many times I got to go over all the draft picks? Eight out of ten contributing in one way or another. The ridiculous free agent class that he had. You, you couldn't do it this year based on I, I just the improvement of the team and you know hiring Joe Judge. Uh, that was I know that was an organizational move with everybody, but Gettleman still you know it, it happened. Uh, yeah. And and look, we've talked about this before as well, guys. And I say this to everybody. The 2018-19 decisions, it's not just get, it's not the old days of, of like Parcells saying, well, I have to leave because I'm not, you know, if you want me to cook the meal, I got to pick the groceries too. I, I would imagine from everything I've ever read and known from George Young and Parcells that Young called the shots, Parcells had his uh, input, but ultimately it was a George Young decision, right? They were draft picks and moves they made that he didn't agree with. It's not like that. I, I, at least I don't think it is with Gettleman. And my point is, the, the moves, if you didn't like them in 18 and 19, I think Shermer, based on, I don't know, Chris, bringing in Bethay, bringing in Martin, your boy Martin, the edge rusher, bringing in, all, you know, these Cardinals, Morrow, like James Betcher had a say in that, right? Like he said, get me these guys. These are the guys I need. So my point is, I think a lot of those decisions were made with Shermer. And I think a lot of the decisions this year were made with Joe Judge. Am I out of, am I out of left field with that or no? No, no, not at all. Right. I, I can tell you this. And this was another key thing, Jerry. Yeah. Um, in 
uh, to persuade John Marin and deciding without question that Gettleman's coming back. They get along very well. Right. Yeah. Uh, I actually asked somebody in the building, um, within the last week, you know, how do those two get along? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And right away, they, oh, they get along real well. They're like two little, they're like, they're like two little football nerds. Like, they just <laughs> love it so much and they get along now. I, you know, of course, like everything else, there's always a few, oh, I don't know about this guy, this guy, they have disagreements, but that that's expected. Right, right, right. That's expected. And what did Matt? What did Mara say about his father? If right. you all agree, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have hired all of you. Right, right. So. You know, according to Wellington, John yeah. Mara said the other day. You know, my dad would say, "Okay, well, what do I hire you for then?" Right, right. right. I, I could cut down on somebody's salary if they're going to have a yes guy. He's going to agree to everything, right? Yep. So, but I know for a fact, Jerry, they get along really well, and they see eye to eye yeah. on what football players they want. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I, I think you saw that this year. Yeah. You know. Yep. We did. Um, and, and it's not just, all right, well, this free agent, oh, he, he he played really well on this team, so let's just go out and get him. I don't care about any other. No, it's like, okay, well, what type of personality does he have? Is he a team guy? Right. Is he a foot? You know what I mean? All that went into play. And, I, you know, I think you saw the results, right, of guys like Bradbury, Martinez, you yeah. know, even the Kyle Fackrells, Jerry. Sure, you know? that was a good pickup, too. You know, mm-hmm. and obviously Logan, right, yep. right before the season. Um, and these are the type, you know, they have a vision. Judge and Gettleman have a vision, Jerry, uh, uh, with this organization going forward. And Mara liked that vision. He likes what they're bringing to the table. And he wants to move on. And, and I don't think, Jerry, uh, to me and you, this was a no doubter. I just yawned when he said that at the uh, Zoom. Yeah, I, I just thought he was going to show up, talk about the state of the team, say thanks, everybody, see us next year, or see you at the draft, and we'll talk then. Like, I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting anything. I, I was like, I'm gonna, I, I want to watch this, and I'm interested in what they say, but I wasn't expecting some earth-shattering announcement. It was, no, this is how it is. And then, you know, you heard the whispers on Twitter that you've been saying for a while that, hey, he's going to retain Gettleman. Well, guys, if you're looking for some bomb to drop, it ain't going to happen at this press conference, so. Yeah. The only slight surprise, Jerry, yeah. that came out of Dave's mouth, Gettleman's mouth, was that he feels better than ever, and he has no interest in retiring. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Because last that too. year, yeah, but then like the last few years, of course, he had the cancer. I, you know, we know that, right? Yeah. But you know, he always talked about, okay, I'm going to leave the franchise in good hands, and I'm off the Cape Cod and do some fishing and and all that, right? Yeah. Well, yesterday, I'm sorry, Jerry. Wednesday, yeah, right. He came out and he. He put that to bed. He was like, no, I feel better than ever. I, I, and I'm, you know, I'm stronger than ever. And I'm looking forward to years. And yeah, yeah, I was, that was the only thing that caught me by surprise a little bit. I got to be honest with you, you know? Yeah, I would have thought he's, you know, at 70 years old, you're just like, okay, I just want to start fishing now or doing, playing golf and doing leisurely things. And, you know, just not being involved in this and getting your name drugged through the mud here and there. And just, you just yeah. almost like, you're, I kind of outgrow it at some point, but. You know, kudos to him for still wanting to do it because I would feel that way. I'd be like, All right, I'm, I'm out. I've, I, even if he felt like he did enough for the, even if they, they didn't turn it all around, he's probably thinking, I've, I've, I've given them what I think is a franchise quarterback. I brought in the, the pieces, right. Joe Judge. You know, it's time to move on. But um, well, yeah, yeah, no, Joe, I was just gonna say that. that's basically what he said the last few years. Like, I want to leave the, fr- you know, franchise right. in a good state, right? And then I'll move on. Yeah. You know, yeah. And right now, you know, he's. You know, he drafted the quarterback with Jones. Mm-hmm. They feel this guy's their guy. Yep. They, they he hired the head coach they, that they Mara feels is the guy. You yeah. know. Yeah. But you kind of get the feeling, Jerry, that Dave Gettleman is a little bit on a. 
yeah, I'm going to stick it to some of these media guys have been pounding me for the last few years. I, I agree with that. I you agree with that? I 100% agree with that. And yeah, I could. he seems like that kind of guy, right? Like they want to stick, almost win, win for he's spite. He wants a win, win out of spite. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. You know, there's been a lot of people mm. in the media that have been pounding him from the time he took Saquon Barkley. Okay? Yes, yes. Yes, there have. And they haven't stopped. Nope, they have not. And, I, you know, to me, because Gettleman had a health scare last year with the cancer, mm-hmm. and he's doing really well with that, and he looked really good. You know, I haven't seen him because we're not in the building anymore. I haven't seen him in months, you yeah, know? Right. I saw him at training camp, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he looks good, feels good. And to me, I think he's a little bit on a mission, too, to like, oh, you know what? Watch what I, watch what happens to this team in the next few years, whatever. And I'm I'm, I'm going to stick around because I want to kind of have to stick it to a few guys. You know, well, what I, mean? I, I loved your I loved the, the tweet you put out. I think it was yesterday. It was uh, wide wide receiver, edge target, Leo Williams. Let's go or something like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah that, that's it, right? Like that's probably <laughs> how he's looking at it. I mean, look, he's built the he 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 improved the team greatly from last year, whether you like him or not. And you got to admit it. Um, they're in, they're heading in the right direction. One of the I wanted to call out a tweet because it was another subject. The other, the lesser side of that was Daniel Jones, right? Like we were saying that people, everybody's asking, will Daniel Jones be back? And one of our followers, Brendan Walsh, put out a great tweet. I think it was this morning or yesterday. Maybe. I don't know when he put it out, but it said, um, you know, John Maris says, yeah, Daniel Jones. Gettleman says, yes, Daniel Jones. Joe Judge says, yes, Daniel Jones. Giants Twitter. So are we going to trade for Deshaun Watson or what? <laughs> like, no, no. Where are you guys getting this from? There's no way, no way that happens. I have no idea. Just, uh, so that was a good tweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So look, Jones. Um, they they love Daniel Jones. Yeah, Jerry. Right. They feel they have to build around them. Right. A little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, and they do. Yeah. And they do, and, and and they think this is their guy. And I know nine, you know, eleven touchdown passes and all that, but Jerry, I, I, all I could tell you, dude. Because they're watching Jones the last half of the year, last eight, nine, ten games on film. He's a much improved guy. Yeah. Oh, come on, Chris. You know, yeah. All I'm saying is that he's reading the uh, defense is better. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, the turnovers he's gotten better at. You know? He's not taking as many stupid risks. Right. Right. Not yeah. taking stupid risks, securing the ball more. Yeah. Um, I think he'll continue to improve in that. You notice he's not really throwing stupid balls in the secondary. Right? That's right. cut down. Um, what do you wind up with, Jerry? 11 interceptions? But yeah, I think it was. 10? I think 10, right? Okay. 10. Was it 10? I right? hate I saying 10. 10. It was really 9, but it was off Ingram's hand. It was 10, yeah. Oh, well. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Well, if we're going to do that. Six, I know. Six and one have an Ingram. So then he <laughs> threw one interception. Right, right, right. So anyway, you know, 10, that's yeah. cut down. You know, um, I've seen some real accurate throws. Mm. I saw some throws in that Dallas game. That were real good. The yeah. only bad one was that little out to Shep that he kind of one hop out, you know. Yeah. But I saw a great throw to Shep when he was under pressure. Jones about mm-hmm. to get hit. Yeah. And Shep made a nice catch on it, but that was an unbelievable throw. I love okay? the, I love the throw to Pettis. The throw to P- Pettis, right? Right on the money. Hit him in the face. Some some, some nice little throws. A dig to Shep. A little yeah. a little pivot to Shep. Yeah. Nice. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, all I'm saying is is that. They're, gonna, they're looking at it as, 
all right, we got to, you know, we got to loot through, you know, we got to upgrade this offensive line a little bit. We got to give this kid more time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 50 sacks, Jerry. 50. That's ridiculous. The second year in a row, right? 50 yeah. plus sacks? Yeah. And, and before Daniel got hurt, it would have been more than that if it wasn't for Daniel's legs. Right. That's right. So it's 50 sacks, inexcusable. Yep. You have to cut that down, Jerry. So they're going to look at it like, hey, we got to cut this down in half, dude. Yeah. Oh, Chris, that's dramatic. No, it's not. Because the Browns went from 48 to 50 to 17 or 18. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, Jerry, they need an outside guy. We've talked about this. A kid that could be a playmaker, a real-time playmaker for Daniel. Mm. Saquon's back. And away we go. Yeah. And, and one thing I've been consistent with all along, I will say, as I keep saying, and now I'm seeing it in mock drafts, there are probably going to be four quarterbacks that go in the top 10 which means guys chase waddle i don't know smith will fall to the giants at 11 so depending on what they do in free agency and we'll get into all that later on uh, as the season progresses the offseason rather but even if they land a, a samuel right from carolina i think they're I, you've said it chris i think they're going wide receiver and now because the trey lances are coming up allen from byu the Giants are going to get a playmaker at 11. So, yeah, it's just something else that's going to be added to this offense. It's going to help Jones. And I, you can comment on that, Chris, but I want to also talk about the offensive line when you're, when you're done. No, Jerry, look, what was the first thing out of their mouths? Gettleman and Mara. Yep. Playmakers. Yep. You know, obviously they're reading giant insider tweets again, as exactly. usual. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the first thing out of their mouths was, yeah, they're playmakers. We got to get playmakers here. Right. Okay? Yep. So that's going to be their goal, Jerry. That's more, and folks, it's going to be more than edge rusher. I really believe that. Well, if they said, if they said, we need playmakers, not tomatoes, I'd be like, all right, that that's higher, Chris. Come on. <laughs> that's all. You know, but that's it. But Jerry, you yeah. got to hope Justin Fields plays really well again Monday night right. against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Make sure he goes right in that top four, five, ten. All the way, right. We want to make sure he goes. Yes. Like you said. Yep. You want to make sure the BYU kid goes, mm-hmm. right? He had a pretty good bowl game. He was pretty impressive. And Trey Lance okay. is going to go, too. Telling and you. the kid Lance, a lot of people are high on him. Yep. Teams need quarterbacks, and you got to hope they draft him or teams move up, whatever it might be, because the giant, you you want that shot at one of those big three, right? Yep. I don't, I don't, and right now, Chris, you could pick one out of a hat for me. I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jerry, uh, dude, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, this kid Waddle. He's phenomenal. And you've Jerry. talked about the funny thing is until the bowl game, you've talked about Chase all year, Jamar. Yeah. Right? That was your guy. So that he still might guy. be. But well, he, yeah. Well, him and Smith are my guys. Right. But, yeah. But now, now, yeah. Now you talk about Waddle too. So there's three. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, Waddle's a kid that you know he broke his. You know he he, he busted up his ankle. Yeah. Back in October. Mm. You know. Yeah. Didn't expect to see him again. Now you you might see him Monday night. Right. Might not, but he's going to try to give it a go. Yep. But this kid's dynamic too, Jerry. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I remember back in September, uh, uh, or their first game, or the second game, whatever it was, and they were him and Smith were like, I forgot who they were destroying. I was like, you can't stop Alabama with these two guys out there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Najee Harris in the backfield, I was like, this is, I was like, this is not even fair. And then Waddle got hurt. Yeah. You know, not that it mattered. I mean, Alabama still steamrolled, but <laughs> the kid Waddle, dude. He's a game breaker too. He's he's a burner, right? And he's a burner from the slot a lot too, man. You know. Yeah. yeah. So all I'm saying is, Jerry, there's a good chance 
a very good chance. And obviously, we're going to get into this more as you know, offseason moves on, coming closer to draft. But there's a very good chance that they're going to land one of these three kids. And to me, it's a no-brainer, dude. Yeah. You got to take one of these. And the way Marin get them when we're talking, well, yeah. I think the same way, Jerry. Yeah, and again, we'll get into it, but it's hard not to think about it now. You got the the left tackle Sewell from uh, Oregon. He's going to go top probably three, um, depending on you know who doesn't take a quarterback. Uh, Sertan, the corner, he's up there. Like there, there's a lot of guys, and all of a sudden Parsons, Penn State. You just start naming other players, and you're like, all right, well now that's three more teams. Are they all going to take wide receivers? I don't know. So. You just kind of—it's process of elimination. You come down to we're going to get one of those guys, and we're our offense instantly going to be better. It just is the threat of just the threat alone of one of those guys will make this offense better. And the kid from Florida, I believe, the kid who opted out too, the real good edge kid. He's you know he's going to be in the draft, so that's going to be another one. You know, so yeah, right. There's a kid from Florida. I forget his name, Jerry. I'm sorry, but he opted out. But he's a dominant edge kid too. Well, there's the the Miami kid too, Rousseau. Is that oh, his name? oh, is that? I'm sorry, Jerry. You're right. That's him. the Miami kid. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. The yeah. kid from uh, the U. That's yep. the one I'm thinking yep. about. So yep. there's another kid in the mix. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, he's he's anyone that kid's going anywhere from two to two to twenty eight. But he's right again. These guys rise like stocks and fall like stocks. But there's a lot of mock drafts have him in the top ten. Yeah, we'll see. You know, mock dress is why they call it mock, you know, yeah. and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, but there's another kid that could be in the mix, depending, you know, when, you know, who the draft spot, right? Who, what they need, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, it, it's a very good chance. And, and it's a no brainer, dude. You got to get Jones a kid. You got to get him a big time weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully, you know, the kid you draft is going to be like a Justin Jefferson that's going to really have an impact. We just made second team all pro today. You know, I mean, so. That's the goal, man. Uh, that's what you need in the offense. Put him, you know, get it, get it. And of course, Shep with a, with a real number one, and he got Slayton, and then you got, of course, Saquon. Yeah, when you know? Satan's your three, you're in good shape. Like, that's, right. you know what I mean? Like, that's that's all right. We'll take him as a three. Yeah, I mean, Slayton has proved that he's just not a true number one. Right. Okay, that's it. Yeah. He's a nice little receiver, but he's not a number one, right. you know? Yep. And, and um, so. Um, it's brought up offensive line before. I got a question for you. Is offensive line, and I'm not saying one position, but just in general, is that a bigger need for the Giants than cornerback two? Yes. I agree. That's why I asked. Give up 50 sacks. That's a bigger need. Yeah, especially, right. when it, especially when it looks like you might have a kid out there now. Who? That, uh, and my boy Julian Love <laughs> no, yeah. could maybe compete and win this job. Yeah. Um, it's a shame it took till week 16 to give him a shot. I what was it, sixteen plus? That's I don't know. Sixteen games last year, fifteen. Thirty-one games in, they finally decided to give him a shot at corner after drafting him as a corner, and he was a what a what was it a Thorpe Award finalist or whatever. Yep. I, again, I think he fell to the fourth round. I you know this is we don't have to get into James Betcher, but this is the whole. Why did you move him to begin with? Like you weren't loaded. You your your corners last year were Antonio Hamilton, DeAndre Baker, who struggled horribly. Corey Ballantyne, like, really? Julian Love couldn't crack that lineup yet now? Okay, with well, Bradbury across from him? Come yeah, on. well, Jerry, in all fairness, you know, Patrick Graham and Judge, they didn't look at him like right, that either. Right, and maybe they took the preconceived notion that he's not a corner too serious. Like, I don't know, whatever. But they, they got him there. But now... Whatever, but you know what? Yeah. He finished there, Jerry. Right, right. He, he even told me the other day on Zoom that I think I showed enough 
that I could play opposite of James next year, but we'll see. You yeah. know, yeah. they like the versatility, you know, but let's face it. All right. I know the versatility and all that. One guy could play slot, one play safety and all that, like Logan does, like McKinney did, right? Yeah. But here's the bottom line, Jerry. Mm -hmm. uh, James Bradbury wasn't playing safety at all at any time. You know what I mean? <laughs> the right. point being is yeah. that if they, if the kid is good enough on the outside, yeah, he's not going to play slot one play, uh, 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 safety one play, you know, uh, you know, hybrid. That I, no, he's going to be the outside corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see what they get with Julian. He, but he did enough, Jerry. The point is that Julian Love did enough to say, okay, well, guess what? 2021 training camp. Love's going to get a serious look out there. Yes. Yeah. Watching him on film, dude, he did enough. Trust me. He played well enough to say, okay, well, you know, we got to pencil this kid in, and he's going to compete for that spot. Yeah, and that's why I asked that question, because the, the line, it's, uh, it's, there's other, oddly enough, Chris, what, Mick Gates and Zeitler are really the two you're going to lean on, right? And uh, Thomas. Right. No, but I mean, as far as, Yes. But if, I guess my, my point is, if Sewell was there at 11, you would still take Sewell yeah. and do something, figure it out, right oh. tackle, left tackle. Oh, I'll still take a receiver, Jerry. You still would? At 11? I know, but Sewell is like an Anthony Munoz type. That's all. That's why I'm, uh, I'm just... Uh, look, I, 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 that's what I'm reading. Okay. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. But if he's there at 11... Which he, won't, he, he, won't, he, won't, he won't. He won't be. He won't be. He's a left he tackle. He won't be. I'm sure he yeah. won't be. But you never know with drafts. They're very strange. You never know. But yeah. isn't he a left tackle? Too? He is. He is. And that's why I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what do you, uh, you know, I, I don't. Nah, I don't see it, Jerry. But like right tackle well, listen, and left. Right. Your to your point. Right tackle and left guard are the ones that are kind of up in the air right now. I would say going next year. Yeah, I, and I think they like Lemieux enough that he's going to be in there at that number right. one spot. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, uh, right tackle is going to be the concern, you know. Um, obviously, Thomas has to improve. He gave up like ten sacks this year, Jerry. Yeah, that's a lot. Dude. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, my point is, if you can get a significant upgrade at one of those two, or at least in the second round, they're going to do it. I, th I would think it's on the table. How about that? It would be hey, Jerry, on the table. If for some reason that monster tackle slips down to eleven, which what you just said, that ain't happening. It's, but right. you never know, right? You never know what you ask. Yeah, and that's a decision they're going to have to make. Hard to pass that up. It'll be hard to pass that up. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, but yeah. I, I, if if he's there for some some unknown reason, and a kid like Waddle or a kid like uh, Chase is there for some, I'm going this year. I'm going with the receiver, man. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going with the receiver. We we'll find look even if it's Solder, or we'll find somebody. You know what I mean? If we yeah. have to dress by second, third round, or free agency, whatever it might be. Well, that's another thing too, Jerry. You got to see what they do in free agency. Absolutely you know right. I mean? Yep. So yeah. Because if they if they somehow get Robinson right, then I think their first round wide receiver pick would not be as likely, right? I, I they might still do it and say like we said we need a we need two we need a receiver in free agency we need one in the draft. I personally I don't care if they were to sign a Robinson right, Allen Robinson. Then for me, you take best player available at eleven, the highest one on your board. If that's a receiver, that's fine, you take him. But it gives you a few more options in round one than just we need one of these three. So that's that's. The only point I'll make. But then in round two, again, we'll get in more into the draft, but it's really, it's no secret. It's wide receiver, edge rusher, offensive line, maybe cornerback too, maybe not. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Chris, but I put tight end really high up too, buddy. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, well, how, much, how much longer are we going to wait? Hey, look, bud. 
If a, if a real good one's out there, <laughs> second round. People are people are already responding. No, I want Pitts, 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 Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know they want him in the first round. Yeah, uh, uh, right. Pick. Yeah, right. Which I don't see happening. But uh, but you know what? I'm not gonna rule out the second and third round, bud. Nope. No. <laughs> not gonna rule it out. You know. Any uh, any Golden Domer tight ends that are coming out or no? Uh, well, look, the kid that just declared is not bad. He's going to be better in the pros, tell you yeah. that right now. And, well, the guy you got to look out for is my boy, Amar. He's just a true professional, but in two years, he's going to be a beast. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Jerry, that's what we look at offensively. Right? I mean, the overall, overall, the overview of the season is what, Jerry? got to protect Jones better. Got to get some playmakers. You know, um, Saquon is missed. I mean, we all know that. I yeah. mean, you know, how many times I put on Twitter, a run by Gallman, a run by Morris, that went for six, seven, eight yards, and they were probably went for forty if Saquon was there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Are you drinking something, dude? No, no. Um, oh, wait, I, what are you doing? Over there? I, I was thinking of something. Because um, you like this if you thought, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh. I was gonna talk and then I wasn't, so it could be a noise oh. a couple of times. You brought up Saquon. If Saquon was in, he did a hole. Um, I wanted to bring something up. The Bic Tuesdays, what I've aside from enjoying them, what I've learned actually, I would say more this year than ever, is when a game is over, I can no longer confidently act like I knew what the hell was wrong, right? What I mean by that is if I see someone, if I see an interception from Jones or why the hell did they call that play, mm. what the Bic Tuesdays have shown, thank you, is that it's not always the play call, it's the execution or vice versa. Right. I, it's almost like when <laughs> I laugh because when you write a game story now, I almost just feel like saying, hey, the Giants lost by this much or they won by this much. Um, guys, I'm going to have to get back to you in two days to write the rest of this because <laughs> I don't know what the hell else happened. <laughs> and I, that's why I laugh when, when they ask Judge, or, and I was thinking of McAdoo even, like what the hell happened on that play and McAdoo's go-to all the time over the top was we have to go to the tape. I have to review the tape. But I, I kind of get it sometimes because yeah. they don't get the benefit of replay. I'm sure they see something on the sideline. Someone shows them, but how much do they see it during the game? Like you're asking a play, you're asking a coach sometimes, what was Nick Gates doing on that play? And I, if I was going to be like, are you effing serious asking me that question right now? I saw it yeah. once at a, a speed of, uh, you know, 99.9. .9. So my point is, I've learned this year that you hmm. that you have to take it all in and then kind of see afterwards what the hell happened. Yeah, I mean, look, when you write a summary of the game, obviously the offensive line gives up eight sacks and right. one guy has five. Right. We all know what you happened. Just right? But you're stating the obvious. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, even every sack has its own story in a way. But when you know how offensive line got whipped, they got whipped, right? Yes, yes. Okay. But there's a lot of other things. And this is why I put out there about Jason Garrett. And there's a lot of things Jason needed to improve on. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of other things he got blamed for that was just wasn't him. Okay? Yeah. Prime example, Jerry. Mm -hmm. The second and 14 play yep. last week. Yep. Right? That's the one I was thinking of. And he was destroyed, Garrett, because Jones uh, handed off to Morris. It was a running play. Right? Yeah. And somebody even put halfback dive. That's not a halfback dive, by the way, too. But all right, so but the point being is that Jones checked that play. 
he checked out of the pass. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he checked. He I put it on Twitter, and I know for a fact he checked out of that play. For a fact, he checked out. So Garrett was getting destroyed. Oh, look, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, but this is what you were just saying, Jerry. About yeah, you kind of got to look look it over and see what exactly what happened. You can't just jump the gun on certain things, you know. On print weeks, when I write my story and then I find out two days later I was wrong, I'm like, I hope Chris doesn't read this because he's like, uh, you want to check that again, dude. <laughs> I'm serious because it's like you're, well, you're going by what you saw that day yeah. and you don't really know. And it's funny when Giant fan buddies of mine are like, you know, they talk about the game. I'm like, I got to get back to you in two days or three days. I just don't know yet. I got to we have to look at the tape. Now fans say it to each other. Yeah, I don't know, man. I got to look at the, look at the tape. Yeah. Well, in all fairness to you, Jerry, you know, you got to write that Sunday night. And right. you, don't, you know, in all fairness to you, you know, uh, I mean, I'm sitting in the same way half the time. I like, oh, I wonder what they did there. Well, why did they do that there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Big Tuesday comes out, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is why. Well, this wasn't executed. Well, right. guess what? This guy missed the block. Yeah. Oh, guess what? This guy is supposed to run a dig, and he ran a half a dig, and it was intercepted. You understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, 100%. Yep. This is why I like doing that. You know, I, I hope a lot of people are like, oh, shit. You know, oh, oh crap. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, 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 crap. You know what? I was blaming Garrett. I was blaming Jones. I was blaming Evan. I was blaming, you know, and, and it wasn't there for you. You understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, and I think what, the one big Tuesday that stuck in a lot of people's minds, at least in mine, was the one where you showed the routes they ran in Chicago. And you're like, what yeah. are we doing here? So that oh, was that, clearly on Garrett, though. Well, creativity. One. Right. You know, has been an absolute issue with Garrett and some, you know, a lot of the route trees and aggressiveness and all that, you know, uh, I agree. Yeah. You know, I agree. But Mm. all I was saying is that you can't just sit there and go, well, you know, it was all Garrett and and it wasn't, you know what I mean? It just wasn't. It was a combination of everything, you know? Um, Now the whole body work, the bottom line, the whole body work is 31st in the league and judge is going to have to decide if he wants to come back with Garrett. If, he doesn't become a head coach. Right. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yes. And I, from the feeling I'm getting from Mara and Gettleman and from what I'm hearing a little bit is that, nah, he's coming back. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'd be a surprise now if they went in another direction. Unless he so. gets a head coaching job. Oh, well, obviously. Unless he, you know, obviously. Yeah. And you got to watch him with this charges job. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up. Because you're not saying he's going to yep. get it. Yeah. But I, I do know that the charges like his type of coach personality yep they're low-key guys out there the spanos family and they kind of like jason garrett they got a connection with him and north turner and all that uh the old coach and north and garrett is still pretty close from what i understand and and you got to keep an eye on that not, i'm not saying it's going to happen but you have to keep an eye on that and if not if he doesn't get it um from what i understand and uh, you know unless something changes he's going to be back here next year and they really don't... jerry here's another thing too dude yeah. they really don't want daniel to go on to another system either that would that could that could be that could be crippling. Three offensive coordinators in three years. I mean, you're going to set them back more. So so they don't want that either, Jerry. And, yep. and they the feeling is that basically what we just talked about the last ten minutes. It's not all Garrett. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do some things differently. But when Saquon went down, Jerry, in yeah. week two, they felt a lot of Garrett went down with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What he wanted sure. to do. Yep. And, and look, folks. You could not believe me. Uh, you could say, oh, you know what you're talking about. You know, uh, look, he's dirty. He stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Okay. I'm just telling you the way it is, brother. Yep. That's it. Good point. Uh, before we get to other subjects, guys, a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Anything else you want to touch on, Garrett? I got another question for you. 
No, no, that, that's it. Yeah. Um, that. No Pro Bowl. No All Pros, huh? No surprise by that. Um, I didn't expect any first team. Yeah. Uh, I thought. Why did you? Uh, I figured. I, Brad, Bradbury or Gano. I thought. Uh, uh, maybe Gano. Uh, Bradbury was not winning it over Jalen Ramsey and um, Xavier Howard. No way. Yeah. No way. And say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Nor, did, nor should he have won it over those two. No okay. way. But, Jerry, but I thought they had a shot. A couple of guys had a shot at second team. Yeah, I know. I thought Leonard Williams right. had a shot at second team. You know? Yep. I, I thought Bradbury and I thought maybe Blake Martinez had a shot at second team. And Graham Gano, Jerry, you know? Yep. Um, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But um, obviously, they, you know, and our, and our, our feelings, they all had very good Pro Bowl type years, right? All Pro yeah. type years. So. Right. Um, I wanted to bring up something. Big Blue VCR send me down. Send, this is completely off subject, but Big Blue VCR sometimes sends you on a rabbit hole, right? Like he'll put out a video, and all of a sudden I'm like, whatever happened to this guy? Or look at this guy. And <laughs> I don't know how I did that. He was talking about the he had 85 wild card clips up this week. Yeah, against the, awesome. yeah, yeah against the Niners. And somehow yeah. I got to an article <laughs> pre 85 about oh, you know what it was? Casey Merle. I was like, whatever happened? When was he cut? Right. Well, he was a holdout in 85, and he knew how much Parcells loved holdouts. But I got to Mullity. Remember, remember Mullity, the, the tight end? Yeah. All right. Well, I, just, I want to read this because this is how different everything was in the 80s. Listen to how Parcells described Mullity. <laughs> he caught him now. It was August of, two, of 1985. Mm-hmm. Mullity, who's 84, catches in six years with the Giants, included only two in last year's regular season, plus two in the playoffs. This is what Parcells said about him. I think someone might pick him up. If a two team, if a two tight end team wants a guy who can catch a pass, he would be good for them. If they want him to block, they have a problem. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. One, but two, could you imagine a coach saying that about a guy now that he cut? Yeah. It would be a thirty for thirty on how that coach can't deal with players nowadays. How he yeah. ruined his life. Like, wow, what a! I just thought that was hilarious. What a different yeah. time it was, right? Different times, man. Yep, different times. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, Can you imagine Evan Ingram with Parcells coaching? Oh, my God. No. Parcells would have a heart attack on the sideline, man. He'd probably want to wring his neck when he came to the sideline. I mean, I can see Parcells, yeah, and he can't really catch or block, but he can run really fast. Like, that'd be his... <laughs> and then they would be like, oh, well, how could you do that to him? You're ruining his life. And yeah. I just Oh, yeah, no, at different times. Yep. Yeah, but... Big Blue VCR, thank you always for sending me down research projects. You know, I know you don't mean me, uh, mean to do that, but... Uh, he puts stuff up, and I'm like, whatever happened to this guy? And then you, you come across all this other stuff. Uh, anything else you want to cover, Chris? No, so listen, Jerry, our yeah. offense, I think we covered it, what they need. Yeah. Uh, what they go, what What's expected on defense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, um, we're, we're going to have to see what happens with Lennon Williams and Dalvin Thomason. Yeah, tough. You know, tough um, one. Obviously, we got the one corner. We'll see how it works out with Love and, the, and what they do with the second corner. And yeah. I think safeties were pretty good. Jerry. Oh, we're loaded. Session. Loaded, right? Like you like to see to get that you, you know you like to see to get that 
kind of true pass rusher edge guy over there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, and, and that's what you're going to be looking for, you know. So um, I think Tate Crowder, you know, you like him. <laughs> it's funny, Jerry, but you got to kind of like him a lot, right? I, I love Tate Crowder and Coughlin, the two seventh-round picks. I mean, that's crazy yeah, to hit Brown like that. Next year, you know. Sixth-rounder, yeah. Carter coming back, you know. <laughs> to um, hit on those that late in the draft, that's that's yeah. good, man. And, Jerry, I said this the other day on Twitter, man. I mean, this is another one that if I would have put in, in August, you probably would have, you know, tried to get me to a psychiatric ward too pretty quick, was mm-hmm. that if you would have said, oh, yeah, they're going to have 40 sacks this year. Yeah, right? no way. I'd never believe it. I mean, would anybody believe that beginning of the year? No. You know? Nope. So quite a job by guys winning one-on-one battles, also Patrick Graham schemes. Yes. You know? Um, really, some... really glad that they signed him in. Yeah, you know, so. That was great. And Pat... Oh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't even cover that. I so know. Patrick... Just reminded me. You just reminded yep. me. Yep. Yeah, he's back. Thank God. You know, so, uh, you know, look, he, was, he looked like he was going to have some interest from the Jets, and um, but the Giants said, nah, no, 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 not yet. Hey, Patrick, we're going to give you this money now, you know, and uh, we don't we don't have to put out fake stories about Patrick Graham and ruin his personal life so that he could stay. <laughs> because, right. I mean, look, it's weird that a six and ten team wants to retain their coaching staff so much. But Patrick Graham made, you know, uh, yeah. talk about making lemons out of uh, lemonade out of lemons. I mean, and and look, the, 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 the roster was a little better than we had anticipated. Like you said, guys like Tay Crowder came on and the, uh, the, the, the free agency brought in. But. I mean, you can't speak highly enough of Patrick Graham, man. From 30th to 12th. Crazy. Enough said, Jerry? Yep. Yeah. Right there. And some of the things he did against the, you know, I, I just got to get, I know the Dallas game's over. It's fine. Talk about it all you want. But you know what, dude? I was so impressed what he did against Dallas. Yep. He, first off, first off, C.D. Lamb burned them. He got them the first game. Yes. Right? Yep. And Patrick Graham was not having it this game. Yeah. He bracketed him on third down. You know, um, they were not going to let C.D. Lamb beat them. And yeah. I have no problem with that strategy, Jerry. Yeah. It's, it's straight out of Foxborough, okay? Yep. Um, yeah, and, and that strategy was the, the Patriots strategy, what, in the Super Bowl? It's a Knicks-Cruz game. Make him go to Manningham. Yeah. I mean, that's, look, Belichick could play the Chiefs. They're not going to let Tyreek Hill beat him. Yep. Or Kelsey, whichever one he picks. You know what I mean? Yep. Of course, if the Chiefs, you pick your boys. I'm just talking yeah, about right. that. That's the Belichick plan. Like, I'm not going to let this guy beat me, yes. you know? Yes, And I saw that. Honestly, Jerry, I saw that for the first time this year, man, on film that Graham. That's why I put that on Twitter, dude. I'm watching. I'm like, wow, look at this. They're inside out. Uh, you know, inside, they're bracketing over the top. They're physical at the line of scrimmage with, a, with Logan rolling all. I'm like, they're not letting C.D. Lamb beat them, you know, yeah. which is something you don't see right away, Jerry, at the game a lot. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and I, and, I was like, and I think it's a smart move because the, Dallas is a team with so many weapons. You have to, it's like you said, pick your, it's almost like the Chiefs, uh, you know, at least receiving wise. You had Lamb, you have um, uh, uh, Gallup, who, who came on late, and uh, Cooper. So it's like you have to pick one of them. And I, I, I love the plan of keeping C. Lamb because he hurt us so much the first time and bracketing him, like you said, and, and not letting him hurt you. And, and it's something, Jerry, that Graham really didn't do all yeah. Right. It wasn't like they just, you just saw it time and time again on third down with CD Lamb. And Graham didn't do that with anybody else during the year. He might have did it once in a while, right. but he did it a lot. And, you know, and everybody thought too, and I'm sure Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore thought, oh, well, Bradbury's going to travel with Amari Cooper this game, like he did the first one. Right. Didn't do that. Yep. 
didn't do that. They changed that up too. He went a lot of times. Bradbury went with Gallup. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is what I mean. I was like, holy crap, what coaching here? You know what I mean? Yeah. They gave different looks, Jerry, against Dallas. That even Andy Dalton at times he couldn't find anybody. That he got the hell out of there. He was running, you know. Yeah. He, they gave soft cover two looks that you thought was cover three, but it was actually cover two. I mean, it was just remarkable that what they did against those three receivers, Jerry. Yep. And Kyla Fackwell came back. He still that edge pretty good against Zeke and yeah, those guys Sunday. Yeah, that was one, that was something they were missing, man. He was really missed, Jerry. Yeah. He was missed a lot when he was injured, brother, on that outside. You know. Would love to see him come back next year. Yeah, I love to see him come back too, man. You know, yeah. uh, but just we're talking about Graham is why I'm bringing yeah, this up. Sure. Just the way he mixed, the way he gave different looks. I actually a couple of times I actually had to keep going, rewinded it, rewinded it to see what kind of coverage you're in because they disguise it so well. I'm like, what the what the hell is he in here? I had, oh, he's in a three, he's in a two. Right. Oh, they went man too, Jerry last game. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they went man at times. Yep. Yeah. You know, so I thought it was a master plan against a pretty good offense. You know why? You know, he, you know why he could go man in that game, Chris? So my boy Love was there out. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good look. McKinney in a slot of times went man. Donnie, you know, and then they then they showed man and they went to a soft two. It was just a great job by Graham. I thought it was a great job signing him and to worry about him. If the Giants' defense is another top twelve unit, Jerry, to worry about him in the next offseason of getting a head coaching job, you know. I'm trying to get too excited, but you have these young guys coming in uh, next year. They'll be in their second year. Holmes, McKinney, Coughlin, Brown, Crowder, even you know, look, T.J. Brunson's still on the team. You got to give him a shot too. It's just it's exciting. Like not only do, does the does Bradbury come back and Martinez and hopefully God willing it? Leo Williams, yeah. but you know, an X man and Carter. There you go. Right. I, I, you almost forget. You almost forget about the guys that were injured. Uh, Dexter Lawrence. Like, it seems all of a sudden the defense seems not loaded, but in a very good spot. And if you add an edge rusher, if you add another insurance policy, at least at corner, uh, you know, this is going to be a hell of a, this is going to be fun to watch next year. Hey, Jerry, they didn't finish 12th for no reason, brother. Right. And now, listen, if they can't come to something with Leo, that's going to be a huge loss. Yeah, it is. You know, that's I, I, I think he's going to slap the franchise. He's not going anywhere. Again. Franchise again, I, whatever. Jimmy, I don't think he's going anywhere, brother. No. Either no. one, something's going to get done. Either a contract, you know, a three, a four-year deal or something like that, or they'll tag his butt again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think Leo's going anywhere. You yeah. Know? I did, we do think Tomlinson is, though, huh? Uh, I mean, uh, with the cap going down and tough. all that, it's going to be tough. Yeah. But Jerry, look, Dalvin's a nice player. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't, you know, this isn't Chris Jones in there either. I mean, no, you know, you're right, you're right. And he's a nice player, but you're not, you know, it's, if it's one of the two, it's not even close. You know, it's it isn't. And and Leo's a little younger. I keep saying that. I can't believe that he's a little younger than Tomlinson. And Jerry, you know what, dude? Our followers are so friggin' smart, a lot of them, and they have memories like elephants. They, you know, you know, yeah. they they say stuff to me. I'm like, crap. I think I, th I think I said that in September. How the hell does he remember that? You know? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> So somebody put out about, hey, you remember when you had Pepper Johnson on? Yeah, I, I retweeted it. I was like, yes, that's awesome. You remember when you had Pepper on? What did Pepper say? Hey, let this guy be a little free. Don't let him be so concerned about what everybody else is doing in the scheme, and he'll get you a lot of sacks. I was like, holy crap, I totally forgot that. So you know? did I. Curtis Taylor, good job by you, buddy. Unbelievable. Is that who it was? Yes. Thanks for remembering, Jerry, because I didn't remember who it was exactly. But Curtis Taylor, great job, man. I totally forgot that's what Pepper said. Of course, Carl's been saying that. Banks. 
has been saying that that he's going to lead the team in sacks and probably get double digits. He did say that call. Well, Carl you know? listens to the podcast too, so I give Pepper Johnson more credit <laughs> than Carl. Tell him. <laughs> so, you know, so Carl hit that one right in the head. Those two guys, they they you know they 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 saw it in Leo, which is something I you know look I was not I'm not going to say he didn't say oh yeah I knew that was going to happen too. No way. No. You know? No. No way. So um, it's just a phenomenal job by them, but. Um, I don't see how you can't let this guy go out the door, dude. Can't no, let him go no, out the door. No, you have to do all you can to keep him. Yep. Yeah, like and, I said, I don't care if they franchise him again. doesn't matter. Just get him yeah. get him back. Look, Peppers will be back next year, Jerry. He'll be playing for a contract next year. Yeah. Um, he loves it here. We all know what Pep could do, right? Yeah. I think we're all happy with his season, right? Yeah. I love, uh, love him. Logan, McKinney, um, you know, Don A, Love, um, you know, so secondary uh, is going to be so much fun to watch. Well, it should be fun to watch. It should be, you know, and, and you get some guys back off the injury list and, and Leo is back and, you know, it should be a pretty, and with Graham orchestrating everything again, Jerry, it should be a pretty good defense. It's again. like a mad scientist on the sidelines, Graham, huh? Jerry, I, I'm telling you, dude, there's sometimes he does things I watch on film and it's like, I, I rewind it like, what the? Wait a minute. What did he do here? You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, it, it was. And Jerry, how many times? I know it's happened a few times, but yeah. for, for the most part, communication has been really well. You know, yeah, has gone well. Um, now, a few times, you know, in the red zone, they had some issues at times. They did, and like every other team, mostly. You know, but that hasn't been a problem like it was with the last few years, man. Right. Good stuff, buddy. Um, anything else you want to cover before we get to some questions? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, no, I think and we'll know, have, we have all off season to talk. Yeah, about we have all off season to get into you know more, but um, no, nah, I, I guess that's it for now. You know, yeah, that, that sounds good for now. Obviously, you know, everybody's gonna be looking forward to getting Saquon back, Jerry. You know, yeah, open up a lot more things, and hopefully, he stays healthy. And he was injured so early, you almost forget it, right? Like, yeah, right. Like I, I know he's on the team, but I just forget about. Oh yeah, right, he's coming back. That the running game should be exponentially better next year. Yeah, right. So. And you know what, Jerry? You watch some of the plays this year with Daniel, okay? Yeah. You watch some of these 15-yard digs they ran, or Daniel, some shots he took down the field that were accurate throws. And the big thing, you know, what was the case? Look, look when, when, when you're running a 15-yard dig and Shep's your primary, you know, he's your option one, right? Right. You need time to let that route develop. Yeah. And when Jones had it, how were those throws, Jerry? Uh, accurate as hell. Accurate as hell, brother. Yeah, yeah. How were those back shoulder throws to Shep last week down that right? That that little nine fade he ran last week down the sideline. Accurate. He threw it where he had to throw it, right? And I thought he did that best in the Eagle game because he threw a couple back shoulders to Shep, uh, Slayton. I think he even threw one to Tate, where you know, like Tate's not burning anyone. So the the throws he made with well, what he had to work with was pretty accurate. Wall placement, brother. Yeah. That that little fade, that nine fade down the sidelines is probably his best route. His most accurate throw. He, I said that from day one and camp from last year. Yeah, you know, yep. He throws a great sideline fade. You know. Yeah. Um. So, point being, I'll just quickly, you know, yeah. God, Daniel, let's get the kid a little more time, Jerry. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's get him a little more time. Let's I'm get in. him an X. Let's get him a real playmaking X on the outside. Uh, you know, outside receiver that could do so many things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we, you know, it's it, uh, can we really sit here, Jerry, and go, oh, yeah, we could fully evaluate Daniel this year. Come on. Chris, Come I, on. I, I gave grades to every player on the team in, the, in this Did week's you? Insider. Yeah. And I gave him at first an incomplete. And my reason was... 
because I can't evaluate him. He, he didn't have enough going with him to really give him an evaluation. After the Dallas game, I gave him a B because he came through so big for them, right? Like he was injured a little bit and he, with the offensive line struggling at first, then getting better. But then you look at the receivers and you're like, all right, Sterling Shepard and Slayton, what else? Like, and, and, and a tight end who drops almost everything. How can you evaluate the kid? You can't. And oh, I said, a sloppy route. Right. And I said, well, he does hold on to the ball now when he's sacked. That's an improvement. But I couldn't evaluate him after the. So it's funny. I'm kind of agreeing with you. After the Dallas game, I gave him a grade of a B because to do that with all the things against him, I think he's earned it. And I think, look, I, I'm happy with him. So I'm psyched he's coming back next year. So for the haters on, on Daniel Jones, I'm sorry. For those who said all along, this is the guy. You know what? Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, this kid it goes into year three. Obviously, going to be a very big year for him too, though, too, Jerry. You know, right? If they upgrade the talent, if the offensive line is playing better, yeah. he's getting now, and now he comes in, he's making wrong reads, little bad interceptions. Now, now yeah. that's a whole different story. Yeah, Daniel, right we're gonna now, need we're gonna need more than eleven touchdowns next year, Daniel. So we're gonna need more than eleven touchdowns <laughs> and all that, right? Right. right. Um, so, but you know, we'll worry about that next year. Let's get this kid some help, brother. Yep. Josh Josh Allen got a lot of help this year when they brought in Stephen Diggs, all-pro, all, first-team all-pro. It's amazing how much better he looks with weapons Cole around Beasley. him. Yeah. Right, Cole Beasley, second-team all-pro. Yeah. Right, John Brown stretches the field. Point being is that, you know, Josh Allen is a much better quarterback when he's had these weapons, right? Right, right. And they, they brought Darrell Williams at right tackle. They gave the kids some more time. Um, and all that, and that's all I'm saying. Let's get this kid some help, and then we could fully evaluate, fully evaluate. I don't think it's fair to say after two years saying, no, nah, he's not our guy. Get Move on. Yeah, well said. So yep. That's the way I feel, brother. I agree wholeheartedly, buddy. All right. We'll start off. Hey, look, a lot of you guys are asking about Gettleman, Jones, uh, Leo. We, we kind of answered it, so I'm going to go away from those questions. So I um, hope you – understand why because i don't want to say we don't want to say it again and i'll read the question and chris will say we kind of covered that already and i'll say yes chris we'll go on to the next one so we'll start off with lisa who changed her picture again that's so what bad is it now? What, what's it, lisa's picture now it looks like it looks like an eli black and white oh it's lisa in a black and white eli picture nice. oh okay i didn't see that new one yet okay yeah, must be brand new if garrett gets the coaching job how do you see us moving forward do we bring in a new oc or make kitchens the guy it's going to be a challenge for Daniel again to have to learn a new system, blah, blah, blah. Agree with you there, Lisa. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Jerry, if that happens and you, and you ask me, Chris, what do you think right now? I'm going to say Freddie Kitchens. Hmm. I'm going to say Freddie Kitchens, man. Okay. You don't sound like you like that one. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you're right, but I'm just not thrilled with it. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying I'm thrilled with it, Jerry. I'm just saying no, that's I... what it's going to be. That's just my natural reaction to Freddie Kitchens <laughs> running the offense. Oh, okay. What about what about Shaplinsky? Well, look, we'll see. We'll see what George does. I'm just saying I think it'll be Kitchens because she's done it before, you know. Mm. And he didn't do a bad job at it before he became head coach of the Browns, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying – look, I'm not a Freddie Kitchens guy. I made that point numerous times. Yes, um, you've been very clear over the last two I'm not years. A I'm not. I'm just, you know – answering the question who do you think and, I, and if that scenario plays out where garrett gets a head coaching job i mean i would look for freddie kitchens there yes i would joey z at molten center 81 chris other than not being in the locker room what was mm. the biggest change for you as a beat writer in this covid nfl season 
Oh, probably just a zoom, Joey. Constant yeah. zoom, zoom, zoom. Biggest changes I was, you know, doing the interviews. I mean, from from my uh, den in my house. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh, Oscar Nieves saw the article. Saw an article about the Giants needing to try and get Julio Jones. Do you think a second or third round pick would be a good offer? And should the or should the Giants just stay away? Well, look, Jerry. I mean, if they're going to take a three for Julio Jones, I'm doing it in a second. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. That's, that, that's that's a no brainer. But I, I didn't read that. I mean, but um, <laughs> that's a no brainer if that ever played out. Here's a good one from Mardukas, the Michigan State guy, your buddy. Any of the COVID rules changes you think? This is a good question. That's why I liked it earlier. If I like your question early in the day, guys, there's a good chance I'm asking it unless we covered it already. Are any of the COVID rule changes you think the NFL should keep? Like unlimited IR or being able to safeguard yeah. practice squad players? That's a good question, dude. Yeah, I, I, I like both. Yeah. Mardukas, I like both. Yeah. I really do. You know, yeah, me, I, me too. I, I hope they keep, uh, you know, the, the the three game injury reserve. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the practice squad. I think is going to be up to fourteen next year, but they protect cer- certain guys. I, I, I like to see them all stay. I don't think it's possible, but I would like to see them all stay. Yep. Texas wine lover, Zoom press conferences were not liked by the media, but it was great for fans to watch. I wanted to see the f bombs. I wanted to see the f bombs though. <laughs> It was obvious DJ was tutored on what to say because he usually said nothing. Do you see his conferences continuing that way next year? Great job, by the way, this year, Chris, he said. Oh, thank you. Um, who, who's that? Oh, Texas wine lover? wine lover, yes. Yeah, well, thank thank you, Texas Wine Lover. And no, that's the way Daniel was last year in person. Yeah. <laughs> he's like different. Eli. He's like Eli. He just, everything's serious. Everything's just a standard answer. I don't I don't see that changing. Look, Eli, once in a while, did have a personality. You know, he yeah, you said that. You're like, he can make a joke now, and then Daniel doesn't really yeah. crack any jokes. Yeah, Daniel doesn't make any jokes. Yeah. Daniel's very serious. I mean, we'll, we'll try to lighten him up. Hopefully, we're back in the locker room next year. We'll try to lighten him up. I'll try to get him on the side, lighten him up, do something. I don't know. Old school Giants, most likely players to be pl- uh, flipped for picks before the draft. Engram, Hernandez, anyone else? Hashtag buffoon crew. Do you think we'll trade anyone before the draft for draft picks? It's a good question. Because um, I don't know what they think of Hernandez, dude. They clearly like Lemieux better. Yeah, I think that that's pretty obvious now, right? I mean, no matter what they say. Yeah, they can say what they want, but come on. Yeah. Nah, I don't see anything, though. I really don't. But Gettleman's usually good for one, right? Yeah, out of nowhere. He doesn't trade down, but he's, he's you know. Uh, Adriana Ayafola. Do you see the Giants drafting a backup quarterback and releasing McCoy, or will they work with him more on arm, or on arm strength? Yeah, Adrian, I don't think they're going to work with McCoy on arm strength if he doesn't have it by now. With Jones possibly being injury prone, not sure how confident we all feel with McCoy. We don't. Great question. Hashtag buffoon crew. We don't, but I don't think they're going to work with him on arm strength. I think... He is what he is. But do you see them maybe going after somebody else in free agency, Chris, or drafting someone? Yeah, I can see them looking to upgrade uh, the backup position. Yep. But no I would question. see that in free agency, though, no? Yeah. Yeah, I can see them looking for a veteran, you know? Yeah. Bring in, bring in a veteran. Maybe that they look at as an upgrade over McCoy. Uh, because, look, that one game against Cleveland, mm. the first two drives, he should have had touchdowns. It was strictly McCoy. Yes. It was strictly McCoy. One, he didn't throw it. He, he threw the wrong shoulder. The other one, Evan Ingram, he, he came up short. Whoever had to try to come back, it was yeah. knocked out. And everybody murdered Ingram, but it was, it was a bad throw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's what I mean about, you know, 
they only scored six points. They're like, oh, Garrett. But, yeah, no, it was lack of execution. They should have had 14, you know, uh, right off the bat. Yeah. Rio Kassoon, Happy New Year, guys. What are the odds the NFL schedules the Giants season opener with Philly at MetLife? Right. Yeah, dude. Uh, hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag Canadians bleed blue. If they're smart, they will. I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a slam dunk. That is a, that is a slam dunk. And you know what, dude? I was going to add this. As weird as this sounds, Chris, what the Eagles did Sunday and how Judge responded, isn't there a weird, twisted part of you that's glad that that rivalry is kind of back now? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, especially they beat them last game, too. You know? Right? Like, it's almost like it's something yeah. to look forward to. And, and as, as yeah. disgusting as Eagle fans can be, and I'm very vocal about it when I see them and tell them, it was kind of like, hey, guys, thanks. Thanks for reigniting this and, and distracting yeah. us all in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, dude. I get what you're saying. And you know what? As far as the NFL schedule, Jerry, I give up how they do it. I mean, I, I thought for sure the uh, Odell Giant game was going to be prime time when the schedule came out. And, and they made it a game in December, what o'clock? <laughs> you know? The, the Browns game? Yeah, when, it was, when the schedule came out. Oh, right, year, right, before they flexed it. Yes, you're right, yes. Yes. Don't forget, the Browns game was a flex. That's right. I forgot it was a flex. Yeah, what a I, stupid move that was, huh? Well, the point being, you're, you're, right, the, you're Odell, right. the Odell drama. And I said, well, this has got to be a Thursday night game or Sunday night game. And all of a sudden, the schedule came out. It was a Sunday game at 1 o'clock in December. <laughs> right. You know, and I was like, so I, I give up on, you know, how they do things. And all of a sudden, this year, Dallas was in October, you know, after 19 straight years, it seemed like. So I give up. I don't know how to do it. I really don't. So. I know everybody's like, will love to see that. Oh, they got to do that. They got to do it. But you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, they're going to do that for sure because I don't know what the hell they do, how they make that up. I really don't. Right. Um, Kevin Phillip, two questions. First, are you guys worried that teams may take this as an excuse to stop letting press into the locker rooms? Everything going to Zoom? No. Second. Ooh, no. No, right? No. No. I could tell you this story, right? You know, um, that was already addressed Yeah. by PF the Pro Football Writers Association, which Jerry, me, and you are part of, yes, right? Yes, yes. That was already addressed, but don't even think about making this a policy down the road. And the NFL <laughs> responded, no, no, there's no concerns there. That ain't happening, you know? So, and, and then he asks, uh, with wide receiver the way it is, do we go big free agent and high draft? Yeah, we kind of covered that. We think they will. I think they're going to get a receiver in free agency. It may not be Robinson, but it'll be maybe that next layer down and then draft one in the first round, probably. So here's one, Arthur Fleck. He one time told me that's not really my name. I go, yeah, dude, I saw the Joker. I know you're not Arthur Fleck. So he's Arthur Fleck at Victor Pusateri. Because I think I answered him, no, Arthur. And he's like, yeah, that's not really my name. It's tough because we do not know the salary cap number. But what do you think is the general consensus with some of the bigger free agents for the Giants? Not a Leo hater, would love to see him back. But after a career year, he's going to demand the bank. Should we be at all cautious considering... Prior to the, no, you know what? Oh, and he says he feels that Gallman's gone. I agree. I think Gallman is gone as well. But no, I think Leo is Leonard Williams is coming into his own, and with the right scheme, with an outside. Imagine him, and I don't know if you said this before, Chris. So I apologize if you did, and I'm taking it. But imagine him with a, a guy next to him on the edge. How good he mm. can be, or another threat. Yeah. So yeah. no, no, no worry about that at all. But yes, I do think Wayne Gallman will not be re-signed just because he's going to want a chance somewhere else, I would think, make more money and possibly start. So, Yeah, and I think because of the cap and like that, I think we could be in trouble for retaining Thomason too. 
you know. Yeah, Tomlinson's so. going to be tough. We'll go two more. Um, everybody asking about how do you keep Leo and uh, Tomlinson. I don't know. Here we go. Owen Kane, love this question because I think he's, I think yes. Do you guys think Devontae Pettis could be in the lineup next year? Uh, well, he'll, he'll compete in camp. You know, I think he will. I think so. I'm going to call it now. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know what? If Dante Pettis is our slot guy or whatever, I'm not going to be very happy about that. That means we did nothing with the receivers. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he'll be a fourth type. Yeah, he'll so. be competing for a fourth, but it wouldn't surprise me based on how he finished, how he played that last game. He did catch a touchdown pass, even though it was off his face. Did you see the replay on that? It literally yeah. hit his helmet first, but he caught it. Yeah. And he sort of caught that um, 10-yard pass. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, he flashed a little bit. No question. Yeah. But it's not something I'm like, like okay, we got Dante Pettis. You know, I know. So, yeah, listen, he'll be camping. He'll be competing. And so would David Sills. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a disappointment. That's a disappointment, right? Um, look, the kid was having a really good camp. Look like, you know, he could do some things. And, he, and then he broke his ankle. You know what I mean? His foot, whatever it was. So um, we'll see him in camp next year, too. You know? Yeah. We'll go two more. One is kind of a joke. I don't get the second part of this, but I think the first one's just trying to get you riled up. The Fighting Joe Judges. <clears throat> What's been more useless this season? Julian Love's hands or Jabril Pepper's mouthpiece? Hashtag best Giants pod by far. Did, did Peppers always spit his mouthpiece out or something? I don't get that. Uh, oh, Jabril Pepper's mouthpiece? Yeah, I don't understand what he's talking about. I don't get that. Uh, but sorry, Julian yeah. Love's hands, he's taking a shot at your boy. Yeah, yeah. We don't like that. Okay. Come on, okay. come on, fighting Joe Judges. We like you. Don't make us hate you. We don't. Just kidding. Mike Jerky. Here you go. Last question. What was the last you heard from the Giants on Sam Beal? Are you expecting him on the roster <laughs> with a role next year? I, AKA, I call him Ricky Lede. But go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Ricky Lede. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't expect Sam Beal next year. That's all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Don't expect Sam Beal. He did some things besides opting out, which was his choice. But he had a few other things he, he did. Okay. And that and that short little stay with the team there before he opted out that uh, wasn't it wasn't really liked by the coaching staff. Um. But I, I'm just saying, don't expect Sam Beal to be in a running for anything next year. Boy, that third round, Chris. Whether it's whether it's supplemental or or. The actual draft, the third round, guys, look it up. It has not been kind to the New York Giants, right? Like, Lorenzo Carter, fine, even this year, pert. But overall, take a look at the third round for for this franchise. O'Shane Zimenez, you know, hasn't done anything yet, really. Probably having a good one since Tuck. Oh, my God. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the third (laughs) round has been brutal. Look at J. Ron Hosley. I'm trying to think of some. Oh, he was good. Oh my God, it's been rough. All right, yes. that's all I got. Anything else you want to cover, buddy? No, that's it, man. Good I guess stuff. we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a, next yeah, week we'll talk a little playoff football, I guess. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, Chris won on the picks. I I blew up last week trying to catch up. I did win the Giant game. I'll say that, but yeah, uh, yeah it didn't happen for me. So two years in a row. Um, oh, guy. Uh... Okay. Gonna like a steak it's dinner. Years, it's three years in a row. It probably is. It, does, it doesn't matter because you don't pay your bets anyway. So it's gonna, gonna, it's gonna be a, a family dinner, Chris, not just you. 
<laughs> All right, Bizzik Niners, here you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Enjoy your pizza. No. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, everybody. To order a subscription to the Giant Insider, which we print today finally because we were waiting on that press conference, wanted to make sure there was no other news to cover, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. We'll figure it out probably Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. And remember, guys, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Take care. Enjoy the playoffs, too. Yes. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.